If you could visit any planet in the solar system, which one would it be? Jupiter. Pluto. Uh, Saturn. I noticed nobody said Mars. Yeah. But Isn't in it reality, cold it's cold as Mars on Earth right that's now. Very, <laughs> very true. So we're already kind of visiting it. Shams um, chose Earth a planet Earth. that's not a planet. You yeah. chose Pluto? Pluto, yeah. Planet X? Yeah. Why'd you pick that? Dude, it's interesting. Like, Isn't it like an asteroid? The fact that it's so small and it used to be considered a planet. We don't even know if it's small because it's so far away. Like, well, we definitely know, we know it's we know it's smaller. That's than why it's not smaller than other ones. But like, we also like don't know anything about it. That's like why they like made it not a planet because we just don't know anything about Pluto. And the moons around it are pretty interesting too. Like, there's this moon that's like based around water, mm-hmm. and they think there might be organisms. Hmm. Why'd you pick Jupiter? I have no reason why I chose Jupiter. I need Girls to pick get one. Stupider and I was gonna, like <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Uranus just to be funny, but then Jupiter just sounded cool. That's haram. <laughs> um, Jupiter has a lot of gravity. Okay. So you would weigh like a million pounds. Oh, well, I mean, I already do. <laughs> oh, she said it. Shots fired. She said it. She said it. Shots fired. Uh, no judgment. I just put Saturn because uh, the, ring? the rings. Yep. Right. It's just a very gassy a, planet. Take a nice ride around. <laughs> I'm a gassy man. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Strange Flavors. Uh, my name is Faraz. My name is Shimmer. My name is Amber. This is brought to you by Alif Theory. Um, so we asked you guys last week for this contest that we were holding to uh, comment on our Instagram post and let us know uh, what you guys or let, what was it? Contest. Just comment comment on the post about, or it was just to comment your friends. Yeah, comment your friends. Tag your friends. Tag their friends. Tag their friends. As many as possible. I was, I was thinking of the last uh, contest where they had to tell us their flavor, but right, right. you had we didn't do that no effort required on this one besides to tag uh, yeah, three, friends. three friends. And it so was chosen through a random generator. We did a random generator, Shamir and I did it last night. And actually, just so everybody knows, we had to wipe out like the first like yeah, six, people six people because we checked and either they weren't following the page. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was one of the rules. You have to be following strange flavors, duh. Yeah. And, or they were fo- like tagging random. They were tagging Instagram like, pages. Like, uh, yeah. oh, Daquan. art page. Yeah, or like Daquan or those meme pages. Yeah, like, so yeah, that doesn't. We check people. We're not just giving out free stuff to whoever. But the people that did follow the rules and are the winners are Drum number roll. one, <laughs> Nimra XO. Congratulations. Congratulations. You've won a free sweater. You've won a free sweater. That's a nice like the one, one that, too. Like the one that Amber's wearing. But it's but defective. If you're watching bigger. on YouTube, but the ice cream is bigger. Yes. Yeah. And the second it's a special winner, one for y'all. The second winner is... Is Kainat. Yeah. Okay. Kainat is going to be so happy about yes, this. Kainat wanted to win the last... Um, what was it? The last t-shirt. Oh, I mean, she felt like she did deserve it. Like she, she was, she was like. She thought that her answer was really, really yeah. up there. And but she did tag answer, a million people, so it makes all sense. of you yeah. were really good. It's just so hard to choose, right? Yeah, but but Kai, congratulations! You have finally won a uh, strange flavors some strange flavors merch, so you can leave us alone now. Um, <laughs> she, but, you but guys are all about listening. to get messages. <laughs> all about to get like yeah. super hype messages. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're hope, we hope you're excited for that. Um, Shamir and I just got back from Chicago. 
So cold. So cold. No, okay. So all my friends, they were like, before we ask how was Chicago, how cold was it? Like that was the first question. Yeah. They're like, we don't care how it was. How cold was it? I was like, bruh, it's so, so cold. What were like some of the precautions you were taking to like not freeze to death? So the thing that came in clutch was hot hands. Hot hands. So you know those things that you shake off? This is not a sponsor, but we would like one. This, <laughs> yeah. Sponsor us, please. If you sponsor me, I'll wear them every day. <laughs> um, so we had toe warmers and hot hands. And that literally saved my entire life. Okay. Without, without that, I don't know what would happen. But we would put them in our gloves, in our shoes, and like everything. And, and it stayed heated for like 10 hours. 10 hours. Like nice. I've had the fake Costco ones, and those last like two hours. Mm. These ones, super hot for like eight hours straight. Yeah. Nice. It was like the best thing in the world. But yeah, I mean, it was it was good. But other than that, like Chicago was pretty cool. Um, I Like a lot of us were saying that like compared to New York, we actually kind of liked it better. It was mm-hmm. cleaner. It, it had like all the big buildings and everything. And it was just like really beautiful to see. I from personally the like New York better. But you like New York better? Okay. Do you like the experience of New York better? Yeah, experience. You... The city itself, Chicago, is much nicer, cleaner. That's, what, that's what I beautiful. mean by it. Like, yeah. But like, I mean, we didn't see that many people because we were the only ones outside. Okay. Like, True. It was just that cold. What did right. you guys see in Chicago? Like all the, the like and all that type of stuff. Museums and um, the bean, the, you know, all the artistic yeah. Uh, structures and everything like Make that. Make sure you check we out on. Sham's vlog. He like vlogged every day. Hashtag Super vlogs. cool. Check yeah, it out. we'll link it in the description. Um, and the 360 tower was pretty cool. Like we went on this thing that tilts you down, uh, and you can see like oh, yeah. you're a superhero or something. I saw it um, on the vlog. That looks super cool. That was that was pretty dope. It's cool. Um, we uh, did some questions on the last episode, but uh, we got we got another question um, that came in uh, from Faiza, and she says. I have a question for you and your friends for the Q&A video. Would you rather know when you will die or how you will die? Just curious to hear your responses. So when is, you will die or how mm, you will die? What would you guys Is there a neither option? I think how. If you have to pick one. It's like I think how rather. because when when I know when I will die, mm-hmm. it's going to what if I procrastinate? Like, bro, I got to do all the things like closer to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but but what if it's like by a train? And then you just like never get on a train ever. Do you think that would happen? Yeah, that that definitely would happen. But um, I think it'll instill a fear in me. But I think in that superstitious aspect, like I'd be more productive in what I want to do rather than when I will know when I will die. Yeah, that makes sense. But then also, if you if your thing is like, okay, you will die by old age, yeah. then maybe you just become really reckless. And then you're like, oh, well, I'm invincible because I'm only going to die by old age. So I have, yeah, I can so do anything in the world. Do, yeah, so that'd be awesome. Oh, okay, so you yeah. like that. That'd yeah. be awesome. Like, wouldn't it not? Like, I'm going to die by old age so I can do whatever. And that's set in stone. You're going to die by old age. Hmm. Like, that'd be so dope. This is true. I don't know. I think I would rather take the when. Okay. Because I feel like that wouldn't affect me in any way. It would, though. You say that now, but yeah. it would. You'd be you're like, probably, you're probably oh. right. But I'm like, okay, so if I find out that it's like, 60 or 70 or something okay yeah say 70 because 60 is a little all right i'll go for 80 (laughs) now life seems short doesn't it now that you think about it yeah what's the normal age to die like 60 to 95 yeah that's a huge (laughs) age that's no i think it depends on culture it depends on culture and where you live too right yeah but Okay, so we'll go for 75. Is that fair? Eight, let's go 80, just because let's be positive. <laughs> okay. Be positive. Well, I was trying to average it with your okay. with your numbers that you gave here. 
But okay, so 80-ish, right? Uh-huh. I found out that it's 80, then I'd be like, oh, that's pretty normal. And then I feel like I'd forget about it in like a week. Yeah. I mean, like... Would you? It, typically, like, if you know when you will die, we kind of all kind of know when we're going to die. If you think of old age. You yeah, know? that's like, what I'm saying. So if I'm like 80, like, then I'm so, like, oh, that seems typical. All right, cool. That's so boring, though. Like, how will I die? It's like... Okay, it doesn't seem boring to me. It just seems what like What would you do, Amber? I- I don't know. This is a really hard question because I don't want to know when. You have I'll, to pick. You have to pick. Yeah, one. I don't want to know when I'll die because I'll again just like it'll be in my mind all the time. And if I find out that I'm dying sooner than I expected, like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, so would that would mess with me. That would mess. I would feel like I'm constantly like I would be so busy with myself trying to get things done. I would never enjoy life. Yeah. And then if I figured out how I'm gonna die, I'm just gonna be a scared person all the time. So I guess I mean if I have or a to choose. Seeker. Or not. <laughs> like, I'll probably do, I'll, if I have to choose, I'm going to say how I died, but I, I'm not happy with either of these. <laughs> yeah, I, I, same. But you said how? How? Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not when. I'm going I'm going for when, but if it, if I find out that it's sooner, then I'm... Then you're switching your answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this this whole uh, Logan Paul thing. Oh, snap. We got, you guys know we had to discuss it. But, uh, okay, so... What happened? Pretty much what happened is that Logan Paul, daily vlogger, has been uh, traveling a lot recently. He was in uh, Japan most recently. And over there, he went to uh, something famously known as the Suicide Forest. And he filmed this on his vlog. He found a person that had recently just hung himself. There was a dead body in a distance. He walked up with this vlog squad, and they approached it. Uh, They filmed it. They blurred out the face, but they filmed the dead body. Um, they were kind of making jokes here and there, and mm-hmm. um, like he was, he was like laughing hysterically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, they still put in like the vlog effects. Like there was a squeak noise and stuff about like he said like a dead person. He like dabbed in it, and I was like, he dabbed in front of the dead person. It was like just we'll a keep lot. explaining the story. And we'll keep yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so after that, uh, they came back and they were just kind of like, he was like, yeah, this is a part of my life. Like, I have to vlog it. So this is going to be a groundbreaking vlog. And he uploaded it. And immediately... And uh, his purpose got, his purpose was to spread awareness to suicide. Do you think yeah. he, like, successfully did that, Champs? No. Okay. Um, I mean... I mean, real quick, just like yeah. the, what happened with that was it got on the trending page. Mm-hmm. And people were furious. They were like, how can you disrespect a dead body like this Mm -hmm. um this is completely wrong like have some ethics it got removed from youtube or no he took it down actually yeah he took it down he took it down uh and then it got re-uploaded a bunch of times and and he apologized twice when it went yeah when it got re-uploaded there was two different people who re-uploaded it i mean there was a bunch of different people but two of them it was one of them was uh number two on the trending page and number 20 on the trending page yeah so like re-trended yeah, and I, I did you guys actually see the video? Yeah. Yeah, so I saw it. I didn't it. get to see it. I saw one of the uploads, re-uploads, and as soon as I got done watching it, yeah. it got deleted, so I was like, oh, I wow. I couldn't find any re-uploads. But yeah. how did you feel watching it? So at first, it was a very creepy video. Yeah. Like, so I actually watched Logan Paul, like, recently. Like, I started watching him because I was interested, like, what's going on. I like to be part of the culture and see, like, what the hype is all around. And so... I thought he was pretty funny, pretty entertaining. And then I saw this and it was just very creepy because he's like, he's still himself and he sees the dead body and he's like, he doesn't know how to react because he's never seen a dead body before and he's young. And so he's just like, what do we do? Like, 
I, I want to show my audience like this is how real you know a dead thing could be like dead person could be and so um, it was just a very creepy video and then like fans came up to him when he was in the parking lot like hey I'm like a huge fan of yours and he's like still shocked mm-hmm. yeah and he's like don't go over there like there's a dead yeah. body there yeah and like he was getting a lot of repercussion um, I think a lot of bad things that happen is one he showed the dead body right like you can see the purple hands from mm-hmm. the dead body he's hanging and they just blur out the face so that's definitely wrong and then like mm-hmm. um the way the video was titled it was like we found a dead body and the thumbnail was the body actually in the thumbnail and he has like the shocked face so it's like how are you gonna do that and but you know on the other side playing devil's advocate like he does have an editor and like he doesn't edit everything like, I don't think he edits at all. And so his editor edited. That's what I was the, saying is, like, noises. I don't think the blame should be 100% on him. Like, he has a squad around him. Like, nobody thought that this was a bad idea. Yeah. They, like, all, like, somebody should have said something at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people are saying, like, the jokes are so bad. Like, yes, dead jokes can be bad. But I personally, I, if I saw something shocking, I battle it with humor. And the fact that he, he the, the jokes wasn't like that bad that he should be you know right like terrible crucified for it mm-hmm. um the fact that he put it in a video and uploaded it that's where it's wrong see the thing is i i would understand a little more if he stumbled across it like on the street or something but he went in with the idea of oh i'm going to raise awareness for mental illness and i'm going into the suicide force no i mean i don't He's, think he went in with he, that he didn't go in. i think he just found it so yeah. he went into a place called the Suicide Force knowing that he was there's there was a chance of finding a body. Yeah, and then, but they were trying to climb a mountain or something. Yeah. Like after. And like other people have done this before. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and, yeah. and when they go in to do that, yeah. He should have had some sort of mental preparation to himself before he entered it and then Definitely. made the awkward jokes that he did. Yeah. Again, I haven't seen it because I can't find it. Also, I really can't bring myself to watch yeah. it because but, but it's freaking me out. To battle you on that part, it's like he is like a super famous really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's 22. That's a really right. young age. And like, you know, stupidity comes with that. And like, he. He probably he daily vlogs every day, so your life is you need right. To You're constantly looking for yeah. content, and so when he goes in there and he actually sees something, it's like, what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. And then like af- after the repercussions, it's like, dang, yeah. I guess there stuff. isn't much downtime between filming and uploading. So it's like as soon as something happens, you're like still strung up on it. You're like, okay, let me get this out on the internet, and then before you know it, it was a terrible idea. Yeah, but the uh, the other thing is like, you know how you're saying that he was shocked and. Um, you know, as as a as a young person, first seeing a dead body, it's a very weird way to see a dead body. Not normal at all. Yeah. You know, somebody that has been hung. It's not yeah. like somebody right. passed away from old age or something. But um, it was it's it's the fact that like you have enough time when you're editing and uploading to be like, wait a second, let me like it's been processed. Yeah. I feel like enough. If this was a live video, yeah. that would be different. Yeah. But I think the fact that it happened already he had a little bit of time to process and then he still was able to not only like uh go through with this but like how you're saying with like make the thumbnail and then like the title and And everything like like that he should have said something like yo to the editor like don't put in the body or like blur it 
hundred yeah. percent. And don't, the editor should have been like, "Hey, is yeah. this uh, normal?" But yeah. then you think about it. He like it, I don't know exactly how the thumb, original thumbnail looked like, but if he made that thumbnail in front of the body, he's gonna be standing in front of a body making like different faces. Like it just seems inappropriate to the situation, Definitely. regardless. Yeah. yeah, I think the way to to handle it, which if you wanted to raise awareness and all that kind of stuff, it would have been that if they saw that, mm-hmm. first of all, like do something, mm-hmm. help, whatever is needed to do. But instead he's like filming in like, oh, there's still stuff in his pocket. Like there's his bag over well, there. Well, they call the police. They're, they're like calling the police and checking to see if he's alive. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, still like you could have like yeah. not interfered yeah, yeah. No, and no. not been like still filming because they were there for a while. Yeah. And this was just on the vlog. We don't know how long they were there in Actually. reality because this was all cut up. But in the video, they're just standing there, like, observing it. He's right in front of it, mm-hmm. like, making all these comments and stuff. But the appropriate thing would would have been to, like, back out and then explain to his audience, hey, guys, so I went in. This is what I saw. Um, I'm extremely shaken up. Like, this is how I'm feeling. Right. Uh, call this number if you're dealing with suicide, whatever. But it was just completely, like, inappropriate mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, I mean, I think Timothy Delaghetto said it best. He he made this video we were just watching, and he was saying that like it was kind of a check for him because right. he's like he feels very entitled and being you know such a huge famous uh, YouTuber, and then he's young on top of that, and then he's like good looking on top of that, and he's white on top of that. He has like all this privilege mm-hmm. that like there's nobody that could do anything to stop him, and if he if there's like things that are disrespectful like. Um, you know, you're not supposed to be in a certain area in a certain country or something like that. He can still do that because the money he's going to make from that video is going yeah. to be enough to cover for if there's any sort of like fine that he would get right. for it. So there's nothing that's been able to stop him. Right. So it's like he thought that he was doing something groundbreaking and it just like did not go well. Um, yeah. But having said all that, it's like, you know, this if he needs to learn a lesson, like this is the perfect right. age because he is yeah. like still young. Definitely. He's only 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this will only help him grow and be careful for the next time that yeah. like there are lines that you're not supposed to cross. Right. Yeah. And this was definitely something like imagine being the family and whether the face is blurred out or not. It's like, yeah, it's so are you awesome. kidding me? Like, like somebody walked up to yeah. my son, my brother, my whatever, my friend and did this and is filming him like those are his clothes those are that's his bag like how can you do that yeah and it's and this is the most famous youtuber Mm -hmm. like to be you know on somebody's video in that way is totally disrespectful right but But, yeah i mean i mean i think he'll also learn a little bit of a lesson because he was being i guess disrespectful in japan just generally like culture wise so i mean i think oh this is an overall lesson just to him and to other vloggers because you know if they're always chasing the next big thing and being blinded by the views this would be something to see okay let me step back and see what content i'm actually uploading and what's funny and what's shock and what's this and what's appropriate yeah Yeah. and like to people i mean they're sending him death threats like what makes that that doesn't that's not okay either yeah like sending death threats you should die um stop uploading like you know you're only increasing his right. you know publicity and whatnot his sorry video has over 30 million views yeah the the apology kind of sucked though. yeah like, it does suck, like yeah. he was in the apology he was saying like you know um i didn't do it for the views i get views like matter of fact like yeah. i uh make a short film 
short movie every single yeah. day. 15 the the minute Twitter one movie. was terrible. The video one I felt like was slightly better. It was a little bit not, better. Not yeah, as yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but it was just like he was, he was like, you know, saying his accolades instead of being like, hey, here's how I messed up. But in the Twitter video, it was a lot better. He was yeah. like, I messed up. He like, was like, don't. my fans don't stand up for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I messed up. Uh, I did something wrong. And he took time off the vlog. I thought he was going to start vlogging again, but he was like, I need some time off, which was like, yeah. you know, I think the right thing to do. The, yeah, the right thing to yeah. do. And I think he's doing what he needs to do at this point. And I think like if he's getting help or he's getting some advice from anything like that's good for him. But yeah. for everybody else, it's like we should just learn from this. Yeah. Uh, we should know that, you know, he messed up and he's uh, taking the time off to learn from it, whatever. Yeah. And we need to move on as well. We need to be forgiving because if you're going to talk about, you know, mental health and all that kind of stuff, then it's like, we also need to care about his mental yeah. health. And right. actually, like, he increased uh, suicide awareness. Like, uh, like a lot of people are talking about yeah, it. Yeah, like, not yeah. directly. Which is crazy. There's yeah. a lot of people who are, like, you know, tweeting yeah. about it. Like, big celebrities are very much involved. Yeah. Like, even though he was, like, a martyr, like, he still did increase suicide awareness. Yeah. If that's anything good about. Yeah, there's always, like, good that comes out of yeah. something bad. But, so, I mean, if you good. do want to hate him ignore him like right that would be the best way to actually hate him definitely um one person you should not ignore is our guest today uh brandon who uh used to be a co-host on this podcast um who goes by tokyo tav and uh he makes really dope electronic music and uh he's gonna talk to us today a little bit about you know some of the struggles of trying to make it and uh you know behind the scenes of trying to get your music out there of being at festivals and things like that sliding your flash drives into uh dj's back pockets is the physical real version of sliding into somebody's dms but uh yeah that's the that's the artist way to do it so um everybody please welcome brandon <laughs> all the business Yo, take meetings, away the coffee all the business <laughs> meetings welcome back to baltimore sir you've you've been here a few times before when your mom had a salon was it a salon yeah salon? salon uh hair salon back in the day how old were you elementary school whatever age that is <laughs> Whatever it's is. a lot of different <laughs> yeah, ages. A, so, what kind of things did you see in the salon as a little boy? A lot of hair. Hair. I mean, the, the building was kind of beat up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I always had crayons, and I would color in a coloring book. But the crayons were like D crayons. D on, crayons. Yeah, on a What's scale a of A, B, and C, it was probably like a D. <laughs> Wait, because people use that scale. Yeah. A through C. Yeah. yeah. Were the customers like annoying to you? That were they like, oh hey honey. Um, not yeah, really. You're probably a cute little kid in the salon. Like, yeah. oh, this is your mom's salon. Did she cut your hair for like most of your life? Mm, not really. She did a couple times, but I always moved. So then she started taking me to the barber shop, and that's when I was still because I didn't want to be a nuisance, I guess. True. But now you're like very particular about your hair what am i justin bieber when he first blew up i'm not that particular what was he particular with his hair when he first blew up you know always flipping his oh, hair oh with the flip with yeah. The flipping. yeah but that's like a middle school type of thing like that's yeah. what but it is a it do. is like a an important thing for a black male 
you know like i need to get my hair good right now okay because i was thinking driving here like man i'm gonna be on camera without a hair you have nice hair i i like i like the fade i don't know it looks like it's crisp i like it crisp Crisp. how do you decide like when to change the hair oh you know you just feel it it's like a feeling that's just how often is the feeling every two weeks I can really, it's like eyebrows. It's like, okay, this is like getting a little messy. I guess it'll be more on the side of the men. I can't really see the same. I'm not, I'm not going to speak for the females because mm-hmm. I'm not a female, but. Have you I mean, oh, Amber triggered, whoa, triggered, triggered. triggered. <laughs> Have you ever had an that afro? That word. Huh? Have you ever had an afro? No, I hate it. I hate afros. Hate them. Dang. I, it's funny though that you say that because always in, ele- in elementary school, grow an afro, grow an afro. It was like low Oh, key. was that annoying? Like. Oh my god, yeah. So, so, it was low-key racist. I mean, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, dang, I say that to my friends. <laughs> you really? <laughs> I have this one friend, and I'm like, yo, dude, grow an afro, man. It looks so nice. And he's thinking about it. You don't really see too many. I don't really see too many black guys rocking afros now. I guess that would be like if somebody told you, yo, Shamir, grow a beard, bro. <laughs> I mean, I do tell but Shamir I can't. that all the I time. I can't. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast I know. That, that you helped start. How does it feel? How have things been since co-host battle? Since then, <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about Shamir replacing you? Yeah, <laughs> it, hey, it had to be done. Damn, I thought he was gonna say something savage. Yeah, I wish yeah. you said something savage. Yeah. He's like, try. you gotta snail to replace me. <laughs> I feel like uh, I was definitely the most controversial on the old I f- one. I, f- I felt like that was an amazing part. Yeah, of the like I would get problem. mad hearing you sometimes. <laughs> but you were like but you the need, Simon you Cowell. Need, you need the villain, you yeah. know, for a great story. That's a common thing with me. <laughs> You're always the villain? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think you agreed to do the podcast and what did you think you like sort of got out of it? Why did I agree? Yeah. Um, I feel like after we did the little practice one that wasn't recorded, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I can probably do this. And then, um, you know, it got to the point where I was excited to come and, you know. And then, like, in the beginning, I really, like, really prepared for it. Because mm. I would go the day the day of earlier and look up popular stuff on tri- on Twitter and stuff so to talk about. And then later I sort of got adjusted. Um, and I would just wing it. Yeah. Um, which was more natural, I feel like, when I did that. You and were, then, like, you you said that you were really nervous and, like, you yeah. didn't know how you would feel like talking on the podcast and hearing your voice, but like you to a lot of people like that gave feedback and stuff or like, yo, I love Brandon. Like I love how he always kind of yeah, like, changes it up. You, I feel like you can be the most talkative person and put a mic in front of someone and they completely change. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. hearing themselves louder and it's booming in their ears. I don't know. It's just a different setting rather than just talking to someone without, any mic in your face and stuff. Were you into podcasts like before you um, started? It? I don't think so. I think I got into it after. Like Joe Rogan is my favorite podcast. Um, so you listen to a lot now, or? Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like sure. it's always like you know how YouTube does like recommended. Yeah, it's always his stuff. Mm-hmm. And this guy named Bobby Lee. He's an Asian um, comedian. His podcast with his girlfriend and stuff. Yeah. So for those of those those of you that don't know, like. Um, originally Strange Flavor started with like me, Brandon, and then Danny and Richard. If you listen to these older episodes, um, pretty much what happened was like, we had a lot of conflict between our time, uh, scheduling. So, uh, 
we I decided to ask Shamir and Amber if they'd like to take it on, and the other guys were cool with it. They were like, "Yeah, we know that you're really into this, so go ahead." But um, we started, and Brandon was like uh, one of the people that I immediately thought of like that I would want as a co-host because you've always like since. I met you, I think we had a class together and then I met you through like the magazine stuff that we were doing and he was always kind of this like just very smart kid and like he just would always like apply himself and uh, you like, you were the, I think one of the only people that like, I was like, hey guys, uh, I know you haven't heard podcasts before, but um, you know, check these out and you actually like listened to, I think all of them that I sent and you were like, yeah, I noticed this about this and that about this and it was like, yeah, you would prepare and everything. So like, do you think you've always kind of been this way? You were like always oh, yeah. just committed to everything that you would do, and yeah, um, always a hundred percent with it. Um, like when I think about school, mm-hmm. like a lot of kids will blow off a project until the week of, or sometimes the day before. I would finish it like three weeks before the due date. That's oh, really? awesome. That's wow. and then submit it because <laughs> I didn't want to have to deal with it because it's always going to be on my mind looming. Because I'm not a fan of school. So I'm like, let me get this done now and enjoy what I like doing later so I don't have to deal with it. That's a really awesome mindset. That's a good mindset. You were also, like, really into basketball for some time in your life. Were you, like, as dedicated to that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, um, I started out doing rec for the longest. And it's funny because my neighbor was What's the, rec for people that Rec don't basketball know? is just, like, it's not as competitive. Everybody gets equal amount of it's minutes. It's like a club. Yeah. And, um... Supposed to be like a friendly environment, mm. and then um, my neighbor, who's also my coach for most of my years there, he was the head of the league. So like, um, he did. We would do like tryouts, and he had a list of all the best to worst players because you had to pick them out evenly and make each team fair. Not like the Golden State Warriors, by the by the way. I'm just <laughs> or anything. Little really. shots, yeah. <laughs> and then like, I was always like top five in the league, and I was really good in rec, even though I was small. Mm. And um, and then I got to travel, and I was like, wow, like this is an eye-opener. I'm like one of the worst <laughs> out here, and then I put more effort in. And then by the time high school came, it sort of became political. Coaches having their favorites, talking to players, texting, you know, this and that. And then my passion sort of ran out towards mm-hmm. junior, senior year. So for those people that don't know, like what, um, how do you sort of define yourself, and like what do you do? Um, I am currently a student and then during the day and at night, a music producer, basically. And through, and through the night. <laughs> yeah. Sleepless. Up till three, sometimes 4 a.m. Yeah. What kind of music do you do? Electronic. Yeah. I don't like the term EDM. I hate that term. <laughs> I just, that's why I always say electronic music because EDM is like, like sort of like the main stage poppy stuff, mm-hmm. you, you should say, hmm. for an outsider. Cause you like you look at um, guys like Dimitri Vegas, like Mike, maybe a little bit Martin Garrix, David Guetta, and it's always like these huge um, stages, big drops, four to the floor kick hits and stuff, and that's not really the music I make. So that's why I just say electronic music. And like, how did how did you get into that? Cause you said you haven't always been yeah. into that, and there was kind of that stereotype that you had of like the whole EDM scene. So how did you find discover that? Yeah, so um, my junior year, I was in a business class. Um, shout out Miss Tucker. I gave that woman a hard, hard time. What's good, Miss Tucker? Yeah. Look at me now. <laughs> and we would always mess around. We had the worst, cl- I had the worst business classes, all class clowns, including me in there. 
and we would play music all the time. I was always the hip hop, like Chief Keef type kid back then. <laughs> I was real like turn up. And then my friend would play these EDM songs and I hated it because it was just like limited vocals and wasn't what I was used to. I was very naive back then. And then he just kept playing at every class and it sort of rubbed off on me. And then he said, oh, I'm gonna take a, a class at Hartford Community for it because they actually had an electronic music class. Oh, that's crazy. And to yeah. how to make it? Or yeah, just or... like the basics cool. starting up. And I was like messing around like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Cause he was, I mean, he's still like my best friend. And then I just sort of took off with it. And it was something so new to me that it just intrigued me more to dive deeper within it. What are like your experiences with it? Like, have you had any success? Like what's the the most uh, noteworthy things or like your favorite accolades? Um, well, it? I said like high goals. So like, I mean, I, uh, I wrote out my goals on a list mm -hmm. and one of them was get blog attention because I would like pay money to submit them because they have to listen to it through a certain website if you pay like a dollar a blog and um i would always get denied and so i just motivated me more but i got attention on like a couple small blogs and i was like okay you know that's a goal accomplished but i didn't really like after i got it it was just like okay whatever on to the next what are some of the other goals you have on that list um definitely i mean any person's dream of music gain a fan base mm -hmm. um and just uh make better music it's wild to see like because with basketball, I never saw my progression. Mm. I mean, I, I could shoot a million times, but it's not a game setting. And then I would play the game, but not get in the game. I would sit on the bench the whole time. So I never really felt like I was getting better. But with music, I was getting better. And I could, you know, you could hear it. And that just, like, motivated me more to do that. And, um, I mean, my ultimate is just to get signed really nice that's okay that's my ultimate what were your peers thinking like when you were starting making music and even now <laughs> oh they they were like oh, it sucks <laughs> this and that i mean honestly yeah a couple would hype me up like call me skrillex and stuff <laughs> i'm like please don't please don't do that a couple now i like on new year's my friend called me uh, metro boomin <laughs> so it's i mean i always get it so who would you compare your music style with um uh, this group called Yellow Claw, um, maybe a little bit of uh, a guy named San Holo, but I don't really like comparing myself because I try to incorporate different genres. But yeah, like, I mean, we're all like inspired by yeah, yeah. some people. So I'm inspired by a lot that make music completely different from me, like DJ Carnage, Metro, Pharrell, he's a big one of mine. Oh, yeah. So it's like out of the ordinary. But, you know, I still do my own little thing. You also go to, like, a good amount of, like, festivals and concerts and stuff. Like, what are some of the biggest that you've went to? Uh, well, the biggest, actually, it was The weekend. He's the biggest artist I've seen. Okay. Um, the weekend. You also went to Moonrise, right? Yeah, I, I worked there, actually. And you were doing what? Um, I was the person going in the crowd giving out water. So, oh, like, wow. people would tap your arm and then just open up their mouths like a fish. And, and you, you squirted just, it in their mouths? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had a camel back, so I was sipping on water, too, because you got to stay hydrated. It was so hot out. Yeah. yeah. And then I would have water in my bag, and it was like like ammunition for a gun. I ran out, boom. I would bring out my key, punch a hole in the cap so you can squirt it rather than just pour it. Oh. 
but that's, I was I was re- really there to hand out um, my flash drives. I put my oh music yeah, on that's there. what I was gonna ask. So were you like trying to get? Yeah, them, I gave get all them way besides one, but I'm really. I was kind of mad because I got so much better since then. How much were those flash drives? Uh, <laughs> five a piece. I got like wow. I bought like six of them. And you were handing them out to who? DJs, because I was backstage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were handing out to random people. No, 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 water no, to. no, no, no. <laughs> so what would they say when you handed, or what would you say when you handed them? I would say, you know, I'm a. I would go up to the ones that I know. Like I'm a fan of your music. Yeah. I'm out here just trying to hustle. If you give it a listen, I got my con- I put my contact information in a Word document and um, private links plus my SoundCloud and stuff. Um, if you give it a listen, you can email me back because it's on there. And they'll be like, some will be like, oh, thank you so much, this and that. Some will be like, you know, I might listen to it and this and you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try. I guess that's right. awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, and then like, if somebody did that to you, like you get to a certain level, like how would you react to that? Somebody hands you their flash drive. I mean, if it's on a regular basis, I understand it can be annoying. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. It's just, like, it's weird that some people blow up after the person just, like, sees potential in them. Like, I remember Big Sean did that to Kanye. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I would do it to a certain extent. But if it was, like, repeti- like repetitive, I could understand why mm-hmm. yeah. people don't. What were, like, the funniest things you saw at, like, these festivals and stuff? The funniest things... <laughs> Probably girls getting decked in mosh pits, honestly. What? Yeah. That happened a lot? Oh my god, yeah. The first time actually no, the second time I went, it was this huge mosh pit. It was really muddy too. And this girl, I mean the the circle was huge and she flew off from one end to the next and just got up and was like, Yeah, yeah, like a football <laughs> player. I was like, Yo, that's crazy. And they kept on going. I mean, at these things and like especially like the electronic scene. There's a lot of like drug abuse going on and like really really hard drugs. Like, what's um I guess your thoughts of like all of that kind of stuff going on? Yeah, it's a lot of um DJs get asked this question. I mean, with it's common too with hip hop. Right. Not I mean maybe just like the weed smoking and stuff. Um, but I don't think you should define the whole um music genre on that yeah no no no. because i mean kids are gonna do what they want it's just it's very club party music and it sort of correlates with the drug making themselves happy or whatever the case may Mm. be um but it is what it is i mean the edm or electronic music it's sort of got so big from where it started that i feel like you know when you get popular you're gonna get hate so they're gonna they're gonna talk about anything to kind of bring down the genre Mm -hmm. i mean hip-hop is the content the women drugs money all that so but i feel like like i've been to hip-hop concerts and it was like you know most people there will be like drunk or something yeah but it feels like anytime i've like the one i went with you at cruella and um like these london clubs and stuff like that it's like it seems like most people are like on something insane yeah that's what it's gotten i mean i've seen like a girl at Moonrise, like, OD, laying, spazzing out on the ground. I mean, yeah. it's it's scary, but um, it does need to calm down, and I think a lot of um, kids are going to start realizing because they're a lot of them abuse it. Mm. They don't take it smartly, and plus, especially if in a festival you got water dehydration mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. But I, I saw a, document, a documentary um, someplace in Europe 
where um, kids could see what the drug was. They would turn it in and they would have like computers and stuff just to make sure it is what they actually paid for because it's such a big thing over there. It's wild. Oh. Yeah, oh, wow. it's crazy. Um, what are like some of the like biggest struggles you've had trying to like uh, make it as a music um, producer? Marketing. Marketing. Marketing is the biggest. I think marketing is two-thirds of it. Music is one-third. Because okay. you can have good music, but if you don't market it, you're never going to get heard. The whole, oh, this is a good track, so it's going to get, it's going to blow up and maybe get 50Ks or 100K. Um, not really. Uh, you could have mediocre music, but if you do good marketing, you could have a chance because your foot's sort of in the door. So I say marketing is my biggest problem. I dabbled in a lot of Facebook um ads uh soundcloud promotional pages twitter promotion all that stuff you like do a lot of research on all this kind of stuff too like yeah. i know you w- read books and uh, watch tons of youtube videos like what's like some of the biggest things that you've learned or like tried to like apply to yourself oh um honestly the biggest thing is actually how to conduct an email on a professional level to somebody so they mm. respond because if I hadn't, I'd probably just be like, this is my new track. Can you please listen to it? And they Suck, would never, dude. yeah, they would never <laughs> do it. So probably how to conduct an email. Um, I listened to this guy named um, Booty Vote. I, I think that's Booty it. Vote? Yeah, he's... Uh, that sounds like an app. <laughs> wait, I, wait. He's from the Netherlands, do I'm you, pretty sure. Do you type the email professionally like dear blank? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Why do you I, say dear like that? Yeah. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do that. And uh, he has this thing called, a book called The SoundCloud Bible. And it was all how to market your SoundCloud, how to do this and that. I bought it. I have it on my computer. And sometimes I refer back to it. Just on SoundCloud? Just on SoundCloud because yeah. that's where the artists are really blowing up. Yeah. Particularly hip-hop, the Lil Yachty's, Chance, Pump, all that. What do you think of SoundCloud dying? And people I'm hurt. People scared. I was really scared too when that you you, you remember, when, yeah. And then Chance saved SoundCloud or whatever. I was like, Frost, I don't know what I'm gonna do, because <laughs> I was really scared. Because Spotify, you, you don't really get noticed on Spotify. Yeah, like so. people have to like look you up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I have friends that are like legit scared. Like they're moving onto YouTube. They're like, Yo, I gotta, you know. Yeah. And I recently something came out. It was like apparently they're lowering the sound quality i heard right and it's just that didn't really affect me as much okay i mean as long as soundcloud just doesn't go so like what are you doing to combat that just in case soundcloud does go honestly nothing because i'm i don't think it's gonna go anywhere but i mean when the time comes i'll definitely have to look into something it wouldn't bother you if the quality wouldn't is good because like if you're doing electronic music wouldn't it be isn't a lot of it like the quality too yeah um i mean i feel like the people that listen the a and r's and the soundcloud promotional pages they would definitely take that into account because they know too but i mean i haven't noticed anything from listening to soundcloud <laughs> at the quality being bad but um and and like knows? all the time that you spend making music you like stay up through the night um you're always thinking about this like you cut off ties with a lot of things um how does it bear on like your mental health when it's like i'm sure it must be like really really hard on you if it's like just so much pressure to just like you want to make it so bad with this music stuff yeah mentally i always say you're you're your own worst enemy um listening to other music on like soundcloud or spotify other artists that 
aren't really well known and you're like geez that sounds really good and then you start comparing yourself which is the worst thing you could do mentally though it, it does do a strain on you you can overdo it so it's sometimes good to just like take a day or two off come back to it but if you're you know steady with it you keep learning you're eventually going to get better you can't really rush the process yeah and you've had like another challenge where you wrote to us about like dealing with depression and stuff like that like how does that make it even harder for you um it in terms of the music it doesn't because it helps actually Mm. um but now in what way um you're more inspired you can't i mean with other people you with me it's just it just relaxes me like before the music if i was feeling down i would always play tupac and shoot hoops that was always like how i would just relax um it's just calm you're i'm in the dark (laughs) alone just doing what i love to do um but now i don't like force it like i have to be in the mood if i'm feeling down though i'll just sleep that's how i usually deal with the whole depression i guess you can call it depression Mm -hmm. it's like sort of like i call it um periodic depression or situation situational depression where like certain events can really bring me down while i'm in a very dark place but it's not like it's continuous when did you first start having like those experiences um, and like, did it get worse? Did it sophomore year at Hartford Community, I started feeling like that, and then it got worse when I got at Towson. And did then, you know what it was, or were you just like, uh, I, I, I called it depression because I didn't know another word for it, but mm-hmm. I didn't like saying that. Hmm. So how long do you think like cycles of them last? Because typically they say six months, but you're saying it seems like you're saying it's a little bit shorter. Um, it's not like six months straight. You're talking about like how... Like when you feel like you're going through stuff in your brain and stuff, you said that you sometimes feel okay and it's not continuous. So how yeah. long, like... Is like it she's saying how oh. long do the cycles okay. last? I mean, um, it could happen like two or three times within a month uh, on a, like a for four straight days or three straight days in a week or something like that. Um and because it's kept happening really frequently, because I, back then, if I was, I've always been a happy kid, but um, if I was sad, it would last like a day, and I'll be over it. Mm. Now, it like lasts for like three days straight or something. I'll be fine a day, it'll come back the next day, and I was just like, you know, I can't be feeling like this. So that's when I started going to a therapist because that's my whole mood has really changed and that my parents started noticing if my mom starts noticing something is wrong because that woman knows me probably better than myself yeah i mean you are an only child so yeah like, yeah so they probably put all their energy oh yeah right into you so yeah yeah um like what's your what's your way of coping with that um a lot of people will turn to all types of things including drugs and we just heard of like what's his name uh, little peep was it yeah. Little peep? yeah little peep um, I know that you were like, you texted me about that and you were like, yeah, that kind of like really threw me off. And so like, what's your way of coping with it? And what would you say um, to other kids that are kind of going through something like that? Um, what I do, which is probably not good, which a lot of people say, I sort of isolate myself from a lot of people um, and um, stay off of social media. I oh, would yeah. say social media is... I think in general, whether you whether you think you're <laughs> yeah. going through something or not, like social media just makes you feel like... Yeah. 
you're missing out all the time on especially something. Especially if you're having like depression, like like a, a, a relationship or something like that. Um, because then you tend to like, oh, what is this person thinking? Hopping on their social media and it's like not good. And that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. So I would say stay away from that. Try to do something that makes you happy and clear your mind. That's just the best way. Did you tell anyone else other than your like family about this or? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I told Faraz, I told some of my closest friends, um, but not like a lot of people. But I would like tend to, we tend to like go to social media as like our outlet. So like uh, obviously a couple people picked up known. on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, yeah, and and going off of like the whole social media thing, like you often have like very strong viewpoints about like how dating works nowadays and that yeah. and that's something that you'll be very very blunt and obvious with on social media like what what are some of those uh struggles and like have you gotten better uh with dealing with that yeah i've gotten better because i've just like let me i i would just like nowadays i'll just be like do i really want to say this let me just sit on it and then not do it because just to say myself because i've gotten so much crap and i understand i mean i've girls would dm me and just let me have it and that was always a common thing like like just calling you out on stuff oh yeah because of what i said online okay. they would they would never just do it out of the blue because what, what would they have mm-hmm. to say it was always like something on my snapchat or instagram story and they what would, kind of stuff were you saying well like i i always associated myself with a lot of girls so like they would do something that would run me the wrong way and I would go to social media as an outlet. Like subtweeting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um, the last girl I talked to, I subtweeted so much. <laughs> like it's weird because I've never had a girl that really like brought me to my knees where like I was all for her. Always in high school, I was just like, eh, these girls are whatever, this and that, move on to the next, right? But there was this one and it finally happened and it was weird. And she would run me the wrong way sometimes. And we would go back and forth and not speak. And then I would run to social media and say something. Because whenever I'm mad, like, I want to get under your skin. And that's what I would do. And then it would get me in trouble. So So you weren't tweeting as an outlet. You were tweeting so that she would see it. And then in that it, case, it would make, yeah. Okay. Other oh. times it was sometimes an outlet, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what essentially a subtweet is, right? Like, right. nobody knows what you're talking about except yeah. the two people involved in it. It was right. funny, though, like... <laughs> he'll he'll take everything as like a hint to mean something like the one time you were like yeah like i was at the mall today and this oh, girl God. came up to me and like asked me my name or something is that what it was or she she, was like, she said i was she said you were attractive i was cute you're cute and then left and i said okay and then she just walked okay. away and he was like that was so weird i'm like that was nice yeah. I know. Like, like, no, like a, it means something. Illuminati. <laughs> I was thinking like, I was thought I was like, oh, should I make? Was she like trying to ask for my number? Like I didn't, I didn't know. But yeah. like I picked up on this whole sign thing. You know, I, I don't like the signs or whatever. The zodiac was it? Oh yeah, like zodiac signs, yeah, horoscopes I, and stuff. I, I you know, I except met, except it's funny because when we when we used to have guests on that were really into zodiacs, you would be like, wow, like I am a Cancer. Yeah, and I, it's it was weird because I started looking it up, and they would be like, "We're very emotional," and I'd be like, "Oh my 
god. <laughs> He's like, oh my god. Because I, I, before typing it in, I was like, I hope this thing is wrong. But it'd be right. Yeah, it'll be like you, 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 you portray yourself as hard on the outside, but you're a softy on the inside. Oh god. You know what's right. really funny about your personality is like you're very, um, like, you're very like certain on things, and like you have your beliefs, but you're very open-minded. It's weird how that works. Do you yeah. notice that? Yeah. What do you think makes you that way? Um, I don't like to force people on what they should think. Like in terms of religion, like I'm a Christian, but I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you're Jewish, this and that. I don't like you. It's like, do what you want, you know. Um, like um, a gay guy hit on me a couple days ago. I'm not, I, I don't really think yes or no in terms of that, but I just like, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like that rather than just slander him right. because i'm not gay you know yeah i mean you got you were into hip-hop you got into edm because yeah. you were open-minded um you didn't want to do the podcast because you were like i'm probably not going to be good for it i'm gonna be too nervous and then you like killed it like you were totally open to it started listening to podcasts and now you're a fan of podcasting and it's like yeah that's 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 awesome. i feel like people have to do that mm. yeah i think it betters yourself like i did that with music the longest time it was I'm not listening to anything but hip hop. And then I learned so much stuff after I stopped being so naive and opened my mind towards different things. Yeah. What are some of um, the things that you expect? I know we're in the new year now. Like, what do you hope for in, in this coming year and like your long term goals after that? Uh, <laughs> I really don't even like thinking ahead, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, because it's kind of overwhelming. Okay. I get overwhelmed very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I overthink a lot. That's why that happened with a girl. I, I always <laughs> overthink, you know? Um, so I, I really don't even like thinking about that. It's just like, I just hope to get better with my music mm-hmm. and someone notice me. And that's that's basically how it's gonna be 2018, 19, okay. however long. What's like know? the dream vision? Like, where do you like, do you hope to like play at a festival with like a bunch of fans in front of you? Um, touring and then i really would like to like play at echo stage since i've been there so much because it'll be like a homecoming because you know artists are always like repping i'm from atlanta west side this and that you know that'll be like my homecoming yeah that'd be awesome and the moonrise festival i wrote that on my little dream list on my wall (laughs) that's awesome a dream list is so cool though yeah Yeah. i remember you you like snapped it a few times i was like dude that's so that's you know why i wrote that that. i was you know those motivational videos on youtube oh yeah What's his name? I think uh, Eric something. It's a black guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in all of them. He's yeah. In all he talks them. really loud, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think one of them was like, you should write down your dreams and goals. And I was like, you know what? Let me do that. See, you're open-minded. Because before that's I going. thought it was so corny. I'm like, why yeah. would I ever? T- but you know. yeah. Do you think Can it I- helps? Yeah, because you're always looking at it. Can that's I ask it. what's on there? Um, I, uh, Gain a fan base. Graduate. Um meet the love of my life oh yeah yeah i know <laughs> um tour signed um house and then eventually nice. a kid nice Aww. dude that'll like be so that. cool when when he takes when he meets the love of his life and he you walk her over and then you're like crossing <laughs> it up crossing <laughs> it off in front of her hey that's a good idea yeah have it on like a little platform but then it, the if wedding. it doesn't work out you gotta erase that 
<laughs> See, this is for Ross. <laughs> well, at least you can make to, that last check to, mark with like a child. Two yeah. babies delivered, run home and make a check mark. Yeah, I think the child was the very last thing because I don't, I'm not looking into that anytime soon. <laughs> Where can everybody find you on social media and everything? Um, Tokyo Tab on anything. See those subtweets? Awesome. Yeah, see the subtweets that you might be so tweeting about you. Um, before we go, have you have you changed your flavor since last time? The last time I think it was purple grape. What was you, the reason? The reason was because uh, there's purple grape and there's white grape, and you were very definite about the purple grape. Wait. Uh, and I, I don't remember what the reason was, but uh, you were like, I feel like that's that's me. But do you? Where's your mindset at right now? Have you changed the flavor? Um, Can of, we ask it formally? I mean, you can, but I, it was just like, yeah. yeah, go ahead. All right, Amber, go ahead. Ask <laughs> in a formula. <laughs> if you could be any flavor, what would you be and why? I still have my mind on the ice cream stuff. Okay, so go with it. Sure. Hmm. Actually, no, I'm going to change it up. Coffee, I'm going to do mocha because okay. I've been drinking a lot of mocha and it upsets my stomach. How does and it so, relate to you? Hold up, hold up. Sorry. It relates. Get, it upsets your stomach. I'm really, but... I'm really just winging this, to be honest with you. Okay. He likes the poison. I like the taste, but just because it's good, it doesn't mean it's going to end well. Boom. There we go. Dang. <laughs> just because it's was... good, it doesn't mean it's going to end well. It's a very, very uh, negative <laughs> negative way to look at life <laughs> no because you can't put all your eggs in one basket and that's what i would do okay wait say say it one more time just because what just because it's good doesn't mean it's going to end well yeah I, on the day of his vows uh <laughs> before he says i do he looks at her he goes listen just because it's good it doesn't mean it's going to end well listen, i do before this i was like let me just stay with the same flavor but i was like nah, it's gonna be too boring and yeah. I just I just winged that I didn't even think about it so that's a that's a that's great good. quote I'm yeah. just uh I'm just thinking about all the things that could go wrong by using that but, yeah but hey, hey. usually usually when you look up quotes it's very positive and that's just straight negative well but. maybe that defined you a little bit <laughs> maybe he maybe he sees the positivity in the negative yeah like you said that you get get a lot of like insight out of being sad you said it helps you right with your music um. I really don't even know if it helps me with my music because, I mean, I will go to it, but it doesn't mean I, like, make music better. I mean, I love being around sad people. I love watching sad movies. I love the rain because it makes me happy. I don't know why. (laughs) I feel like, though, I use my sadness as motivation, though. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't want to feel like this all the time. That's true. You know? You can only go up when you're the lowest, right? I just feel like I've always been such a worrisome kid. And I'm always like goal related. I feel like a lot of kids are like, you know, they're in college, drinking a lot, this and that. It's like, how are you gonna feel when you graduate? Are you really gonna be happy? Are you gonna feel like this? That's why I always worry and like stress yeah. myself out. Yeah. Well, you've got a great head on your shoulders. Uh, you've got an open mind, and we wish you the best, people. That was uh, Brandon, and you can look Tokyo at Tab, on baby. Tokyo Tab Tokyo everywhere. Tab. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming back onto the podcast that you helped start. Co-host battle. It's uh, it's been another week, another flavor, a little less stranger. We'll see you next time. Don't tell me to calm down. I'm about to tear this fucking place down. No, I ain't afraid to let it go. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, don't tell me to calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. I'm about to tear this fucking place down.